Welcome to To, to Ghoul, Ghoul for School. I'm Nikki. And I'm Jacob. And we're Buffs and Guffs, also known as BFs and GFs. Uh-huh. And we are... A podcast. That we talk about spooky things on, <laughs> and we get stoned. Yeah. Uh, and we apparently now our routine is watching Hallelujah before we record. We listen to three versions. We, j- we listen to... <laughs> Jeff Buckley, uh-huh. Keaton Henson, uh-huh. Pentatonics, and then we listen. We watch the version from Shrek, and then we listen to the Pentatonics version again, and then we listen to Sierra. And then we listen to Gay Bar. Yeah. That's, so that's our warm up routine. Yeah. That's our that's our fight song. So. <laughs> so we take turns telling spooky things. Well, well the spooky thing. We just want to look at spooky news. Spooky news alert. Yeah. Annabelle's gone. Annabelle got out. She made a prison break. That doll's name is actually Annabelle, right? No. I don't think so. Is it? No, I don't think so, actually. Wait, really? It's like a raggedy Ann. Yeah, but I thought its name was, like, actually Annabelle. I don't think so. I could be wrong. But she lives in the, you know, the Warren Museum in Florida. Um, but she fucking escaped. She's out. So it's kind of concerning. I mean, somebody stole her, right? I don't know. Like that's like that's like what's got to have happened. I don't think so. What do you think happened? I fucking know she's killed a person. <laughs> Strangled her with her, with her bare hands. So I wouldn't try to past her. Just make it just jailbreak. Yeah, it seems like something she would do. Uh, <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> But yeah, so you Jacob's gonna go first this week. Yeah, so I, I I I spread my wings wide on this one. I usually I pick like one thing uh, to bring, so like you know like a specific scene from a movie or something like that. But I I don't know why. Ever since we watched uh, what was that movie called? As Above, So Below. Mm-hmm. I've had fucking splunking on the mind and mm-hmm. how how much of a fucking terrifying ordeal it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it like, it just sucks. Like I like literally nothing sounds less relaxing to me than like going into a fucking like deep dark cave where you might get stuck in and die. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's like, oh, and there's like some that are filled with water, and people still go in there. You're just like fucking putting two deadly things on top of one another. It's fucked up. It's crazy. Also, uh, splunking is apparently the name that they use in America and Canada and nowhere else for it. And apparently in the UK and Ireland, it's called potholing. And then, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. That's what I thought, too. The UK always has fucking awful names for shit. Uh, the rest of the world is just called, like, mining. Or not mining, it's called caving. Mm. And the word... Uh, so here's just... I was curious whenever I started researching it what, uh, where the word splunking comes from. And apparently it comes from the Latin word of uh, uh, splunka, mm-hmm. which is Latin for dig, 
Uh, and also, some people say its origin could come from uh, the, the fact that that's what uh, the noise a rock makes whenever you drop it into a deep hole. Oh, that's fun. Like if you were, you know, splunking and trying to see how deep a hole was. Yeah. So to drive home, my uh, sort of hatred of splunking, I've got three different stories for you about splunking gone wrong. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, so the, these first two... Uh, I gotta give a shout out to the uh, uh, GoPro official YouTube account. I thought you were saying we've got a sponsor this week. Oh no! Crinkled <laughs> this one up. That's fucking GoPro for a podcast. A All the horrors of spelunking. Uh, well, it's funny that you say that because this is like, like, like I said, the official GoPro uh, website. So I can only imagine. Uh, they are doing this to try to sell GoPros, but what the video I saw did nothing close to that for me. Uh, they have a series of Splunkers who uh, were wearing GoPros whenever terrifying things happened to them, which sure as hell made me feel like I never want to do anything involving a cave or a GoPro in my life. Let's hear some fucking so, yeah, it's, stories. These, fucking, they got, these first two are from the official GoPro, so they have footage for all the stuff that happened with Ooh, these two. Should we watch them? I mean... On camera. Well, I guess they're not going to see it, but we can, they can hear our reactions. I mean, we should probably just do that on our own time, because I don't think that would transfer well into audio. Fine. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but... The first story, uh... I have is from, uh... Robbie Schmitter, who had a fucking, like, uh... Like, a really weird accent that I couldn't place. Uh, so the video's on... GoPro, they're the person, like, talking about their, like, most deadly experience uh, that they had while wearing a GoPro, and the, they're, like, talking over the audio from the GoPro. So it's really interesting. So the first one up is Robbie Schmitter, who is a uh, professional diver, uh, uh, and he's been uh, splunking and diving for 17 years. I, I just wanted to bring that up to show that this, another reason splunking sucks is no matter how good you get at it, you could always fuck up and just die which is why nobody should do it mm -hmm. uh but Robbie Schmitter is alive and well uh but he went diving uh and found himself in a uh small tunnel that he had to like keep squeezing himself through uh and it was murky water so he ran a wire uh, along with him so he could find his way back out of the tunnel if he needed to uh which of course he was gonna need to that he can't live under there but uh he got to the end of a tunnel, and real it was a dead end. So he realized he had to turn back. And whenever he turned back, uh, what? Just thinking how you needed to clarify why you would need to Dude, go home at some point. I you just, would not live in this cave now. I just realized that I said, like, in case he needs to get out. And I, like, like he wasn't, like... Like, like I had to point out something here. This guy, for some reason, didn't want to live in this well, cave. Well, I, it, the way I said it made it seem like he was, like... I'll leave this here just in case I, like, decide to go home, but I might I just, just crash here for a little bit. I think I just want to fucking live here. <laughs> so, so, fucking good old Robbie here, uh, he's going down this tunnel, and he realizes I've gotta, I gotta go back. Uh, so he follows, starts- Quantum leap over here. <laughs> or back to the future, probably. Probably back to the future. But, so he's following Lost? this, like- No, sorry. Sorry. He's following this steel rope that he left behind him. And it comes up to a fucking rock that fell in the only uh, one path that he had out. So he's under. I've, this is similar to another story. 
The one that's 127 hours long. Oh. <laughs> well, he's underwater. I, I, oh, he's underwater? Yeah, I, I thought I expressed that. You probably that. said it. <laughs> I just but yeah, he's, it he's underwater. He's underwater. Okay, so, so, he starts, really so he starts to swim and push his way back. And there's a fucking... And it dropped uh, There's a rock that just like fell in front of his oh path. Oh god, I hate it, this. He's like... Uh, like starts pushing at it and he can't get it to move and he's pushing against like all the wall around him and it's uh, <laughs> so he's pushing around uh and he can't find like an exit or anything finally like because you know you start panicking and whenever you start panicking you start losing oxygen in your tank because you're breathing more uh so like he's running out of uh he's running out of oxygen and he's trying to get away out and finally uh he sees like this opening in between the rock and the roof that he like has to get his tank off of himself to like squeeze through uh and then like pull it back but the second he like climbed over the rock he found his steel rope again and he made it out it was it's awful right uh-huh. it's fucking it it sucks never goes blunking that's just like a message to anybody who's listening fucking don't do it uh but yeah like a natural bridge caverns or anything like that i love I could get down with that all day. Yeah. You look confused. It's just, I just made a realization. What's that? I don't want to tell you because I want you to think I'm not paying attention. Okay. It's just, I realized just a second ago that you kind of look like Jason Sudeikis. Oh. <laughs> is that right? Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah, he doesn't know people. What's he in? Um, hor- hor- uh, horrible Bosses. Do you see Horrible Bubbles? Yeah. Charlie Day? I know Charlie Day. Jason Sudeikis, Jason Bateman. Jason Bourne. Oh my god, that's Jason Bourne. Oh my god, that's Jason Bateman. (laughs) Jacob, every time he sees a dark-haired white actor, oh my (laughs) god, that's Jason Bateman. (laughs) (laughs) So, back to the caverns. Caverns, sorry. Uh... Yeah, I would fucking... I'd love a uh, Natural Bridge Caverns and everything. You ever been on one of those? Like a cave tour? Yeah. We went to Ruby Falls in Tennessee when I was a kid. Uh-huh. It was like, like stalactites. Stalag- yeah. Lights, See, that shit's cool. Waterfall. It I, was dope. I love that shit. But the second... It, yeah. The second they're like, yeah, there's not like a clear path. And also there might be loose running water that's like sat here for maybe like decades uh and also maybe there's evil creatures down here that will cast a hex on you i'm like no thank you what kind of place <laughs> have you been on i'm so confused well i was saying the like second they say that i'm out of there every time <laughs> i was talking about the difference between uh like going splunking and going to a natural bridge caverns uh the next person that fucking uh gopro had a video about was jenna edgerton and her son uh, her son, her husband, uh, Brian. Her son, husband. Her son, husband. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jenna and Brian. Uh, they, uh, they both have different last names, which I thought was weird. Why is it weird? She didn't take the man's last name. Uh, I just like didn't think. I didn't think that was even like an option. What about lesbians? They just take the last name. Of who? Whichever one. What if they're They're not lesbians. Yeah, but like, what would happen then? Would they uh, both just switch last names? Would we switch last names? No, I mean, they'd probably, like, <laughs> knife fight for it. How much of this is staying in the podcast? All of that. Oh, no. But anyway, Jenna and Brian. Last name's unimportant. 
they fucking go into uh, another underwater cave and they're swimming around and they find this like uh air dome which is uh as you can probably imagine like a natural forming room that has like air in it like the it has it has a place that's not filled with water in it uh but the thing about it is usually like this area that doesn't have any water in it usually doesn't have like oxygen in it either somehow or like at least it has like very little oxygen like like it, like you'd suffocate breathing it uh so they see that and they're like okay cool i want to i want to check out this like open air the wife pulls her uh inflator that like is that thing that you wear while you're scuba di- scuba diving that you're scoop <laughs> whatever you're scooby duber diving <laughs> whenever you're scuba diving that you pull and it like inflates and floats you to the top uh and it rips and whenever it rips it starts filling with water so as she's like trying to swim to the top it's pulling like it's wading up and pulling her down why would that even be an option on like that? right it's fucking awful How they do that she gets to the to the surface and it's like weighing her down and she finally manages over swims over to a stalactite and like gets the uh the floater off of her but now she's like panicking and in a room with is like, she by herself? no, it's her husband and like one of their like friends is there. Okay. Uh, but she's like panicking and she like had to kick really hard whenever she was trying to stay afloat to get to the mm-hmm. stalactite. So now she's in a room with no oxygen on top of that. Mm-hmm. So she has like no breath and she's like suffocating. And her husband and her friend keep telling her to like start like pull on your uh, like your oxygen tank. You got to put that back on. But in her panic, she's like, it doesn't feel like she's getting any whenever she, like, in, like inhales from it. So she's, like, still, like, tr- like she's struggling to hang on to the stalactite uh, as she's, like, basically suffocating above water. And finally, like, like, get her calmed down enough to where she, like, actually can just start, start feeling oxygen coming back to her. But, like, there was a very real chance that, like, if she had kept panicking, she was going to drown. She's gonna drown in a room with no water in it. It's, it's fucked up. But like I said, they managed to calm her down, and and she's she's still uh, still alive today, presumably. But and uh, this one's gonna be a little harder than the other ones, so just like a content warning to everybody listening. But this one is about John Edward Jones, who is a I think like a fairly famous incident. This one was in uh, November of '09, and it took place in Salt Lake City. So. John Edwards Jones is a uh, husband and a soon-to-be father. Whatever his family for Thanksgiving decides to go splunking for some fucking reason. Worst Thanksgiving ever. Like it sh- should be pumpkins, not splunking. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. That's that is that is gonna be the the na- the title of that the episode. Uh, they all decide to go splunking in Salt Lake City at a place called uh, the Nutty Putty Cave. Which is a bad name for a cave. Which previously, like, I think they said four years before John Edwards Jones decides to go diving in there, two Boy Scouts had gone down there and also, and or had also gone down there and gotten stuck. And luckily they were able to get those Boy Scouts out, but there was a whole discussion about whether or not they should close the caves or not. And they were like, no, we'll keep them open. Why would there be this, a big hole in the ground and you're just like, yeah, our people have our people have the goddamn American right to go fucking dig around in this hole. Mm. So yeah, two Boy Scouts had just gone missing, or not missing, but it just got stuck in there. So some time passes. Edward Jones, his brother, and nine other people are like, "Fuck, we love hearing about this Boy Scout incident, and we want to go see if we're better than the Boy Scouts." 
That wasn't actually why they went down there. They just wanted to have family fun. So it's more. It could have been part of it, though. It could have been part of it. A little family rivalry. (laughs) Between the family and just the Boy Scouts in general. (laughs) Uh, So they're in there. And and, uh, John Jones is uh, in this section of the cave that he thinks is the birth canal. Which is a uh, extremely narrow, like, piece of cave that has this opening at the end that you like push yourself out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the birth canal. Okay. And like the and the, the again the reason it's called the birth canal is because it gets really thin at the end. But uh, eventually you it, get out, out, out of it. So that's where John thought he was, but he was actually in a unexplored piece of cave. And by the time he realized this, he had already gotten himself to the point where he was stuck. Uh, like, he could not move backwards or forwards. It was just too tight, and he'd gotten himself stuck. So his brother and the people that are with him, they're like, hey, John, don't freak out. We're going to get you out of here. And uh, they start to, like, pull on his legs and want to try to get him out, and he's not going anywhere. So he thinks maybe if he can't get out this way, if he can get himself further enough in the cave, there'll be a place to stand up and turn around. So he sucks in, and he manages to pull himself up, like, a little bit more. And then he breathes out. And whenever he breathes out, he locks himself in place. And now he, like, is seriously stuck. Uh, as his brothers try to, like, help and move, help, like, get him out, they end up, like, every time they fail to get him out, they push him up further. And it ends up with John's arms pinned under him. And with that, they finally call the police, or fire rescue, or whoever handles a situation like this. Mm-hmm. And they show up, and they can't get him out. Because they used, they tried to get them out, try to get John out the same way they got the Boy Scouts out. But John is too big. Uh, at this point, his uh, he's like completely vertical, upside down. Uh, so it's like he's standing on his head, and all the blood is rushing to his head. So his heart is, uh, you know, working overtime. So it's a race against the clock. Uh, and after seventy-two hours, they have this latch, this last-ditch effort to save John, where they. Uh, get like a bunch of steel rope and get it attached to him everything and they start pulling and one of the pikes that's holding the steel rope snaps which was their last attempt and that's basically whatever john accepted his fate and spent his last few hours down there out of everyone's sight basically passing away and then because he was stuck so far down into the cave uh they couldn't get his body out for a burial so they just sealed off that section of the cave where he's stuck in there forever now it's fucking like one of the most fucked up stories i've ever heard and why anybody would still decide to go spelunking is beyond me was that too dark for the episode no i think it's okay okay but yeah no it's spelunking is fucked up and if that is something you're looking to get into second guess yourself It's like it sounds like we're like parents talking about heroin right now. <laughs> whenever it comes to spelunking, <laughs> don't try spelunking not even once. I mean, it's just like you shouldn't. It seems like a bad time all around. I'm going to give that a three and a half. I was going to give it a four spooky points. Oh, spooky points are rated. Yeah, we need to explore. Yeah, one to four. And at the end of it, uh, we'll be able to go to the spooky market and spend our spooky points on spooky prizes. So we can use our spooky points at the end of the season. Um, at the spooky store to buy to buy spooky items uh, such s- as uh, 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 
what was oh Kevin Hart um, cardboard cutouts or a haunted alcohol flask. Yeah, so it's your choice. Well, no, it's it's our one of our. I mean, it's both of our choices, well, I guess. We're talking about us. It's yeah. our choice. We Did you? Either one. That that is my way of segueing into our second thing, which is Nikki's thing. Here she comes, ladies most, and gentlemen. Most, <laughs> In the right corner. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Making her entrance now. They call her the cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is some premium radio quality content. Welcome to 98.7, the, f- <laughs> the Fuse. The Fuge. <laughs> the Fuge. <laughs> Why don't they just start going into nonsense words for fucking radio station names? The Welcome to 28.9, the f- <laughs> Welcome to 48.6, the <laughs> Welcome to 90 Mine. 90 Mine. Welcome to... Welcome to 127. <laughs> <laughs> 29, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 897.928. The shit. You just... You just took my joke and you repackaged it. The shithole. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Alright, so here's what my little spooky little seductive little thing for you. If you, if you keep if you keep delaying it, I'm gonna start doing the radio voice again. It's we're talking about the origins of Bloody Mary. Oh this is fun. <laughs> Why did they say it like that? Oh, Bloody Mary. You sound like fucking crocodile dundee. It sounded like forty two or whatever that dude from YouTube is. Hello, forty two here. Dunno. You ever seen that guy? No, I don't think it's important. And no, it's not. Own. It's not. <laughs> I might it be, could be very important. I might be underestimating this man's power. <laughs> Alright, so here's what, what was happening. I'm going to discuss the origins of Bloody Mary. So, I just thought this was a fun little fact that I felt important enough to include. When I googled it, I got some recipes. Wait, re- oh, I see. Waka waka. Like, drink. Silly. That's <laughs> not what I was talking about. Babe, just realizing... You've already said Bloody Mary twice, so... Okay, so that leads me to my next point, is that I thought at the end of the thing, we could have an interactive segment where we try it in the window. Or in the mirror, I mean. There's a mirror. Window to the eyes. Should we do that, or is that... Of course we should do that. Okay. But I do have to say that it... I don't think my... The ones I've said so far count, right? I think you have to say them in quick succession. Say what in quick quick succession? You know the word. What word? I don't know why. Why are you trying? Are you trying to kill me? Is that what you want? <laughs> okay, so, so mine don't count because I'm gonna say her name a lot. Just putting that out there. Any witches, if you if you're listening, Bloody Mary. If you're listening, any witches or Bloody Mary, those don't count. So fuck off. Is wait? Is there witches involved in Bloody Mary? Maybe. <laughs> All right. So this folklore. It's her. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, this one started in the 1930s. That's not when it happened. Well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's, <laughs> this is just when the, when the urban legend started making its way on the scene. I see. So, it's, it's an urban legend. Um, when a ghost... <laughs> what? <laughs> reading. My okay. Notes. 
Um, where a ghost slash apparition appears when their name is chanted repeatedly in a mirror in a dimly lit room. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> 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 in a dimly lit room and have the tap dripping. That's how you summon her. Have the tap dripping. How, yeah. how are we going to do it in here then? We'll skip that part. Okay. I mean, I don't want it to work anyway. <laughs> so let's be honest. Um, so that's how you do it. Um, and it just a little fun fact. Originally... It was done by having a woman walk up the stairs backward, holding a candle and a hand mirror, and supposedly she would see her future husband's face in the reflection. That's so much fucking work. <laughs> I know, right? No wonder fucking the demons had to tone it down. They were like, listen, nobody's doing this shit. Yeah. We gotta take what we can get. So that's what it used to be, and now it's the other thing. Teens these days are killing the holding a candle walking backwards upstairs to see your husband's face industry. <laughs> oh my god. So it's also said that if they saw a skull or a grim reaper instead, it meant they would die before getting married. So upsetting. You know it's 100% accurate too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then it changed to the current ritual, and it said that she can be friendly, but she's mostly evil. I didn't say that. I added that part. <laughs> the mostly evil part? Yeah. It's fucking part. hilarious to me that she could be friendly sometimes. What? Do, how do you think she decides? She's just like... Based like, on your aura. As she's, as she's traveling through dimensions, she like looks in the mirror and she's like, I'm going to... She's like, is that a fucking Slipknot shirt? Well, fucking... No way, I saw them in 06 live. Bloody Mary. Fuck, I said it three times. Um, she, she saw she saw Slipknot? That's just sleep. a lot for me to process. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute to get back to you. The lore states she has screamed at, cursed, strangled, scratched the eyes out of, stolen the soul of, or drinking the blood of her sacrifice. No, not sacrifices. Her participants. All her fans. Whatever, her, whatever you want to call them. Her stands? Yeah. All Bloody Mary know how to do is drink blood and lie. And have celery in them. <laughs> have unnecessary celery in them. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that when I looked up Bloody Mary uh, on the first page of Google Results, there was both a fandom.com page for of her course. and a Snopes article. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty well written, actually. I just don't know that it needs to exist. Is it? <laughs> Obviously, she's real. Why do we need, we, why do we need to talk about You're it? You're just taking up internet bites. <laughs> You're throwing them in the trash. Okay. Um, the internet's a growing boy. He needs all the food he can get. It's true. And another thing that I thought was interesting. Doesn't mean it's real, but, you know. Could be. Let's hear it. <laughs> is that my stepdad... <laughs> swears that it happened when he was a kid him and his sisters did it in a closet and they saw her and they ran out screaming and i asked my mom to ask him about it again so i get a little refreshed memory and she's like hmm not sure <laughs> anyway here's a story about when he, when he saw a vampire <laughs> like cool thanks not really gonna help right now but i will keep that it's later. so fucking funny it's like Bloody Mary, not sure about that one. I got a million other cryptids for you, what though. What do you think about vampires? What you th <laughs> your mom's, like, trying to upsell you on your stepdad's horror <laughs> look, stories. Well, look, what's it going to take to get you into a vampire story <laughs> Okay, um, so I'm, next I'm going to go over the popular versions, like, of the story, of her, her bio. 
her MySpace description. <laughs> um, the first one is the story is that Mary Worth is a young lady who is pregnant, and she got pregnant via a one-night stand and doesn't want the baby because it was a one-night stand. She doesn't have the father. What the hell? So she doesn't want the baby. But after it's born, she becomes attached. She just loves this little guy, and she wants to keep it. But... <laughs> It. <laughs> and she wants to keep it. <laughs> she wants to keep it. But <laughs> Did you start reading from your from your witch's book and I turned into a fucking frog? <laughs> Hi, it's the bar. Hi. So, <laughs> the child is murdered one year later. You hate to see it. And then she sits in front of the mirror in pitch black. Just fucking bawling her eyes out, stabbing herself repeatedly. Jesus. And dies. And that is the story of her origin. And she comes through the mirror and she will kill you. So that's my version one. Version two um, is in the 1600s is when this one takes place. Somewhere in like probably America, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know if that existed back then. When was America? Like 1700s. Alright, so it didn't exist. Um... I don't know where this was. Romania, maybe? Sure. <laughs> I just gotta we, throw a dart on a map there. We could just, we could all just say names. And it's about, um, wait, what? It's about. <laughs> <laughs> and what had happened was. What happened was. <laughs> was there was a witch who, she practiced good magic. Oh, okay. They call it white magic, which is like medicine, herbal remedies, whatever, you know. That's just medicine and herbal remedies. Also witch ones, though. Oh, witch oh okay, also witch ones. There's also witch stuff. God, she let me finish. She turns you into a healthy frog. So the villagers be sending their children to her. <laughs> they send her to her to be healed. Um, all the people in the village. And they're like, we love this bitch. Like, we, we love this witch. And then, what's this? All of a sudden, the kids, they just like stopped returning home. That's fucked up. And they're kind of just like, hey, hey, witch. What did your little thing happen? Mm, you know my child? So what happened next? They, you know, obviously she was blamed for, you know, doing something evil with them. She was suspected of black magic now. And, but, no. And was correct. <laughs> and they found the bodies in her home, but she oh. swears that she's innocent. Nice. Like, she's like, I promise, I swear I'm innocent. And it was believed that... Maybe she was. So far, but the evidence is stacked against her, though. That's true. I've seen this Law & Order episode before. <laughs> so she was executed. She was burned at the stake, and they did it in front of a mirror, so she so she had to watch herself. Fucked up. Alive. Yeah. That's the origin number two. And then here's our, here's our last version, which is really like 3 and 3.5. Basically, the first one is that the origin is Queen Mary I of England, a real lady. And she was called um, Bloody Mary because she was known for having terrible, terrible menstrual pain. Oh, no. And also for putting people to death. Okay, that's what I thought you were going to say. The first one caught me by surprise. And then Queen Elizabeth Bathory. I'm not sure why it would, or it would be Bloody Mary if her name was Elizabeth. Anyway, she. it's kind of funny that her last name is Bathory because she bathed in child blood to stay youthful. So, basically, that's the third version. I guess we don't know which one is the real one. <laughs> so, 
there, he, on Wikipedia, there's an article, there's a segment called Phenomenon Explained, and this is what they think is the reason that there's so many people that claim to see, you know, who? Bloody Mary. We already talked about how these don't count. We gotta <laughs> say in a quick succession. Um, say what in quick succession? You're not gonna, you're not gonna <laughs> fuck, fucking get me on this. Not this time. <laughs> not this time. I already had to fucking deal with Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fucking Michael Keaton won't stop borrowing my car. Anyway. <laughs> so, the, what scientists say? Here's what the big old nerds say. Oh, the nerds say. Staring into a mirror in a dimly lit room is said to cause hallucinations. Did they also say it like a monkey would? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't do that. Say it, read it again. I don't I know. I'm embarrassed to. <laughs> Staring into a mirror in dimly ro- <laughs> in dimly lit room is said to cause hallucinations. Okay, I didn't let you finish the sentence. My bad. In that context, it does make sense. Okay. I thought it, I thought you were just saying. Like I thought you were just saying. Uh, staring at mirror in di- in dim room. <laughs> it's said to cause hallucinations. It's said to cause hallucinations. And it causes facial features to to look like they are melting or distorting. And it's believed to be caused by disassociative identity disorder, which is when the brain's facial recognition system misfires for currently unknown reasons. Other possible, we don't even know. Other possible, we don't even know? <laughs> Other possibility. <laughs> Other possible explanations are self-hypnosis or... Something called Trockler's Fate. But holy shit! <laughs> I messed it up. Trockler is a really good, like, goblin name. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> um, Troxler's Fading. It's not much better. <laughs> it's And it is an optical illusion when one fixates on a particular point and it causes things in the foreground to change or disappear. So that's what I've got about her. Um, do I personally think she's real? I don't know. Let's find out. I'm going to respect her because we're about to do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You can't Jacob even... is going to. Uh, it's me. I'm the only one doing yeah, it. Yeah, because I would have to get up and we have to readjust our microphone. All right, he's managed to relocate our five-dollar <laughs> Walmart mirror. Big strong man, huh? You're a big strong man facing your facing your girlfriend to a witch. I can't even see the mirror from this angle. Why did I tell you that? All right, we have to do. We we have to turn the lights off. Okay, the lights are off. Wink. Pro- we don't want it to work. Bloody Mary. 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 You said it too many times. You have to say it three. I didn't. Well, when I read it, it could be three to thirteen. Oh wow. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody ah! Mary. <laughs> oh no. It's me, Bloody Mary. So Bloody Mary failed to enter the chat. Can you tell me how many delicious, delicious spooky points I'm getting for this? So. It's either going to be three or three and a half. And, uh... You just not like (laughs) mirror. What? That's a good amount. Three, three and a half. (laughs) So, should we go to our next segment? Yeah. Let's go to... Which is called the Spooky Spooky Movie Minute. minute. Let's all go to the lobby. I'm not getting copyright claimed by some pops... (laughs) Box of popcorn. (laughs) A box of popcorn and a soda. Say it three times fast. Box of popcorn, soda, box of popcorn. Oh, Wow. (laughs) Okay, so what films are we talking about for our we are, spooky We are talking movie? about the two spooky movies we watched this week, uh, which is Jordan Peele's uh, Us and Get Out. 
We're gonna talk about them and compare them and list things and say other words. Uh, yeah. To give a callback to the last episode, you know what would have been a better name for us as above, so below, because as above, oh, so it shit. is below. That actually would be dope. I thought you were gonna say them because it's them. It's not us. No. <laughs> it's Lupito Nyong'o and and um, Tim Heidecker. It's not us. It's That's not us. It's them. That's them. Are you? Sh- I'm pretty sure I was Tim Heidecker at some point. Mm, I think I would have noticed. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those movies are, uh, very good. Very good. Do you have a favorite between the two? I think it's Us just by a hair because I think, I think I was creeped out more by Us. What about you? I think, I think Get Out is my favorite one. I think the message is a lot more, like, clear and understandable in that one. And also, uh, the idea of riding around inside your own body, still conscious, but unable to interact with the world outside of you sounds Mm -hmm. fucking the worst thing I could ever hear. Fun fact, that was a new twist to me, because I did not understand that in the first watch. Wait, really? Yeah, that's why I kept asking so many questions. I was very confused. I thought that they were saying that they either put your body parts in the old white person, or the old white person um, uh, mind-controlled you and made you their slave. I see, no. They go go inside of them. Yeah, you take the brain. And you put it in there. Yeah. Fucked so that's up. Crazy and very topical. Is, is, is it? it? The it, whole. I don't know if it actually is. It's probably not actually very topical. <laughs> um, one, a point I wanted to make is I think that Jordan Peele is very, very good at making mundane things creepy. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I completely agree. Like, just the idea of, like, like a nice liberal house in, uh, like, somewhere in, like, Georgia or something. Like, it's the most terrifying place in the world to me now. Yeah. I mean, mine's probably, like, Spooky Castle. <laughs> With a vampire there. in it. Can I, can I make a comparison to the two movies? Yes. Um, I thought it was very fun that in both these movies, he pays a lot of homage to, like, classic horror movie tropes. Um, one of them that we saw in both movies was um, that thing that they do in horror movies, and they've been doing forever... Where, like, one character has a knife to it, one, the other one's throat, and he, they're slowly trying to force it in there, and then they get the jump on you, and they push it back, and then they and then they make it so you get stabbed. Right? Yeah. They did that in both movies, so I think that's a little bit of a homage. Anyway, um, <laughs> so that's what that was. <laughs> I, uh, a line that I didn't notice the first time I watched Us, uh, but picked up on the second time I thought was really cool, was, uh, whenever the main character is squaring off against her double at the end of the fight or at the end of the movie with that like fight scene uh the double goes because she tells her like her whole backstory where she danced and like that's whenever she found god and whatnot Mm. uh she she the double says and just to think if it weren't for you i would never dance Mm -hmm. which is true because not because she's mirroring her but because if if she hadn't swapped places with her then she would have never like gone to therapy for trauma and her therapist would have never suggested dance as a good way to deal with trauma. Oh shit, I never thought about that. So she is the reason that she started to dance because she probably wouldn't have done that whenever mm-hmm. otherwise. This isn't like something I noticed this time, but I, I just something I really appreciate. I really like the the fun house scene and uh that thing is so fucking creepy. Yeah, it's not great, it's the thing. It like He's but I think it does. I think it does set up like one of the best jokes in the movie is whenever uh, 
the first jump scare in the movie is the owl at the beginning and then at the end of the movie whenever she goes back in there the owl pops out again and she fucking hits it with a bat really hard i think it's like this really nice setup and payoff to like the first jump scare in the movie but yeah no they're both very good we, we should talk about get out a little more because... yeah we should i like i said i think it's the better of the two i think it's i i think there's a point in us where it stops being like a horror movie and becomes more like a post-apocalyptic movie with uh or with uh get out that is definitely not the case i think get out also has like the better measurement of like a comedy and horror because neither of them really stop or start anywhere with uh get out there is i feel like or with us there is sort of like a stopping line for the two of them so that's actually an interesting point because um i am not a fan usually i mean there are some instances where i am like for example like what we do in the shadows tucker and dale versus evil which i really like um I usually don't like comedy and horror mixed. I think it, like, waters down both of them. It's not as funny. It's not as scary. But, um, I think, yeah, and, and I think that's why I liked Us more, because it didn't try to go for the comedy as much. And I didn't, I wasn't, like, a hugely into the comedy in Get Out. Like, it was funny. It just, like, and it was way better than, like, a fucking Adam Sandler movie. But it was just, like... <laughs> It was just like, I guess I didn't laugh out loud that much. Generally. God, I would love to see an Adam Sandler directed horror movie. I mean, he's got talent. We know that now. Well, he's a good actor. Don't know about director yet. Oh, I don't think so. I wouldn't think so. Oh, I'd love to see him write a fu- write and direct a fucking horror movie, though. I wanted, I would want... I, would, I mean, it depends on what genre you think Eight Crazy Nights is. <laughs> Get his ass, babe. <laughs> it's a real nostalgia critic humor over here. Fuck off. <laughs> so, do you want to give them both ratings, or is there anything uh, else you want to say? I, f- I felt like I was thinking of something else. Uh, oh, I think, uh, to go back to talking about comedy and whatnot uh, in horror, I think that Get Out shows like a very clear crossroads between Jordan Peele's like, comedy writing and uh, horror writing. Not just because it's a, like, a horror comedy, but because it the like main premise of it the idea that like like the first like horror element you feel where you start to sense things are uneasy is the character realizing that these you know african-american people are acting like white people that in itself is such like a silly idea uh but jordan peele manages like pull it off in like such this way where it creates this like you get like disoriented by the fact that these scenes that are playing out are both funny and like terrifying like whenever he first meets the uh the gardener uh, and he's just like salutations, and like it's played up as like this big like oh shit things are bad moment, but also it's just like like that in itself could be like a Jordan Peele skit. A fun little piece of trivia that I thought I would mention: I thought it was funny that Bradley Whitford originally thought the line "I would have voted for Obama a third time." That he thought that was a totally straightforward, just showing how much of a, a good liberal he is line. What is the name of the actor from uh, Uncut Gems and Sorry to Bother You? Lakeith Stanford. He is he his like role in that movie is in uh, in Get Out is like so short but like so very very like breathtaking. Uh, <laughs> Interesting I mean, word choice. Bre- yeah, breathtaking, breathtaking might not, but it's very good. Like the part where he plays like up the the creepiness and whatnot, where he's just where you know he's like not acting normal, is like in itself very good. Uh, and he does well in that, but in the two seconds where he has to yell, get out, 
that he has like he had like such a short time frame to nail that and he but he did it so well i always i think mm-hmm. that's like such a good scene yeah he's a great actor i think i'm ready to dish out some spooky points all okay. right so How- these are all these spooky points are all going to jordan peele so yes. he's got a leg up on everyone right now we i will we did two of his movies i will be uh dming him shortly to get his home address <laughs> and then he's going to block us and call the cops probably <laughs> Um, can I get that address, bro? When it's some spooky points, <laughs> please do not contact me. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jordan Peele's lawyer. Um, so I'm gonna give us four spooky points. All right. And what are you gonna give us? I'll give us three and a half. No one's perfect. No one. Jake, no I one's guess. Per- I'm gonna give Get Out three and a half. Will you give it? I think I'll give it four. I really like that. So that is a total of. Impossible 14, math. 15. 15 spooky points for my one, for my one and only Jordan Peele. For my one? For, a, for, one, for one Jordan Peele. Uh, again, I will be contacting you shortly uh, for, so you can claim your prize. I'm sure you're honored to be rele- receiving these spooky points, but, uh, you know, the mail's slow nowadays, so it might take a second to get there, Jordan, but... God, what a fucking boomer joke. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm glad Jordan's a fan and is listening. He's uh, he's uh, one of our three listeners. My mom, Jordan, Jordan Peele, and the donkey lady. But, you know, <laughs> you gotta take what you can get. We gotta, we, you gotta take that donkey lady where you can get her. Alright. So that <laughs> was... That's the, that's the end. That was this week's, what I would call an episode of a podcast. That is definitely what Ma- we just did. Many are calling this an episode of a podcast. <laughs> I listen, folks. I think they're right. Oh, my God.